Welcome to Table Talk with the Mighty. This Table Talk is made possible by Rare Weekly, a newsletter from themighty.com. I'm Sky. I'm the editorial assistant here, and today I'm joined by... I'm Ashley. And I am Kat. And today we're talking about isolation, loneliness, and FOMO, especially during the holidays. Uh, I mean, kick things off, we, we all know what it's like to live with illness, uh couple of us here also live with rare disease and it can be an isolating experience um mental physical illness any kind of uh so living with illness <laughs> can be an isolating experience especially when others around you are going to social events that you either can't get the energy for you know it wouldn't be good for your health to go to or you unfortunately feel like you can't fully participate in or there's it's not as accessible as it would be. I know for me personally, uh, living with gastroparesis is probably one of my more isolating conditions, especially when everyone's gearing up for big holiday dinners and social events that involve food. So let's get into how we can cope with the loneliness of living with different conditions or isolation. Um, Ashley, what are your thoughts on this big topic? Yeah, I think it's really tricky because this is the time of year that we see people who can um, trigger different responses in us for several reasons. So like, you know, if, you know, in your case, like, you know, there might be some food things that people have opinions about, or there just might be conversation that people have opinions about, which later in the day, you have to reflect on that by yourself and like acknowledge that this is happening. So I feel like there is just so many potential impacts of like, both being with those people, but also like the absence of not going with those people as well. Like that's a choice you have to make of like, which side of the coin do I want to deal with if I know that that's going to be the case? And I think that part of it is that the people that you're seeing, if you get to see them in the first place, are people that you don't see regularly. And so I think that's really hard when they don't see what your day-to-day -day looks like. Or if you're absent from, say, a gathering, which I think to me is the, like the core of loneliness, especially around the holidays, is when you can't participate. It's like this understanding or misunderstanding from other people that's like, you couldn't just like pull it together, Nancy? Like, why can't you just come? And it's like, well, this is actually what I'm like all the time but thank you so much nancy i don't have an aunt nancy if your name is nancy you are an incredible so, yes yeah, so, sorry all the nancy's out there <laughs> like Na was the name i picked um i'm curious if, for you both like what's harder for you this is not a trick question but do you feel more lonely in a room where people don't understand you or more more lonely missing out i think i would say that in the moment, I think I would have a different answer than like the aftermath upon reflecting about it. I think when I'm in the room with everyone, it like feels good to be in that space with people. Like I, I get that like innate, like it's nice to have this connection. But like a big thing with me and the reason that like it doesn't jive for me kind of after the fact is that a lot of people who I spend traditional like traditions with aren't one, the tradition that I personally am interested in doing and because of that there is like this inherent sense of like I'm doing this to fit in versus I'm doing this because it's something that we all value and so like when I reflect upon that later it's it feels very lonely in that knowing that like the people around me haven't don't have those exact same kind of values and thoughts that I do and that's really hard to like you know marry those kind of two pieces. No, And you bring up such a good point about how it's definitely possible to be in a room full of people and feel incredibly lonely. 
and feel that isolation, just that that separation. Um, I think my my gut response to your question, Kat, is I would definitely rather be lonely in like a room full of people who don't understand what's going on than miss out. Um, and I think that's just because I am at that point in my life where it feels like everybody and their mother is getting engaged or doing all these like big events. And I'm here like, ah, oh, can't wait to go see my physical therapist twice a week. That's my hot date. And right now I'm definitely at a point where I have such horrible FOMO and I, I want to go to holiday parties and be engaged and everything, but it's just not feasible right now. And that's been really challenging. Um, but I, I have also felt that isolation or that, yeah, that loneliness in a giant room full of people as well. I think it's that holidays aside, well, I guess, no, holidays is especially important, but like health doesn't stop. No matter how many times I tell people that, I actually, so from 2016 to 2018, I had four gigantic surgeries, all of which required my head to be cut open. So you can imagine that the recovery from that was really intense. And they all happened within the week before Christmas, which meant like I missed all of my family gatherings. I missed seeing all my friends that were in town, let alone if I would already feel up to that anyways. And so I think it, the ho- the holidays add an extra level of othering that I, I think that that's part of when I was writing down like a couple of notes before we recorded this, it's like, why do we feel lonely? And we feel lonely because we feel different. And that's kind of what health does to you it makes you feel different and that sucks that is such a good point you just brought up like i've done um in my previous relationship i've done like thanksgiving eve with my ex's like hometown friends and everything and felt like oh well why am i tired before everybody else i can't keep up with everybody else that difference like even when i'm part of yeah the celebration everything i just feel you're absolutely right just so different and yeah, it sucks. (laughs) I think there's this layer too of like, during this time of year, a lot of people live with like seasonal affective disorder and are just stressed out by the holidays in general. And so I feel like those kind of layer on top too. So like, you're already kind of feeling the stress of like your every day with your illness and your condition. But now you're feeling the like, you know, it's dark and cold and I'm sad because of it. And then you're feeling the like pressure of the way holiday traditions are quote unquote supposed to be celebrated by your, you know, your group or family who you're with. And so it's just like this compounding of like a couple of different layers that all culminate in one spot at one time. And it's like, it's no wonder that we're having this conversation because we can all feel those in like similar but different ways. So what do we do? Yeah, it's hard to say if we anybody has any tips, especially um, as I feel like this time period, we're also like encouraged to reflect and everything. And it can be hard when you start to reflect on, oh, well, this year's different than last year because of X, Y, Z change in my health. But I think my my first tip, if it's okay for you to do so, avoid social media if you know it will give you FOMO during the holidays. That's what I will be trying to do. I have deleted most apps off of my phone, except for TikTok, because I love watching holiday cleaning videos. Um, I was going to say, you guys can't see this who are listening, but I was like shaking my, I was nodding furiously <laughs> along with that. <laughs> Social media is rough. It like, it enhances all of those feelings when they are already kind of stuck in and you've internalized yourself and then you see other people, you know, seemingly having the best time or, 
not dealing with some of those barriers and you're like, well, like, you know, what am I doing wrong? And it's like, that's not it. That's not it at all. It's just, it's just the way everything is perceived and like set up for you to look at. Well, I'm going to give everyone the harsh truth. And this is something that I've adopted in the past five years is I asked myself the question, would the other person push themselves for me? Would they put themselves through extreme physical pain, emotional pain to be a part of something? 50% of the time, my answer is no. And if my answer is no to that question, then I don't do it. Because that is unfair. And I think that people who live with health conditions, we do that to ourselves. We feel like we have to make up for all the things that we're lacking. And guess what? They're not going to do it. So why do we? I don't know if our audience could hear that thud that just happened. It was my jaw hitting the floor because cat just blew my mind. <laughs> that is, wow. That was, that's so insightful and something I will be thinking about with every decision I make now. Because that just, whew. Sorry, Ashley, you were saying. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no, it's very hard to follow that, honestly. But uh, I was just going to kind of add my own tip, which is just like make your own traditions because you kind of have to. Uh, you know, one, because you might not resonate with the traditions you're in, but if you do have something that doesn't allow you to, like I said, quote unquote, celebrate it the same way find a tradition that feels good to you and something that like if there is a lot of meaning for the holidays and that holiday for you find something that you know that you can do every year or that you can you know even if it's just like I take this day to like think about this thing like most of the time you could set five minutes aside for that no matter how you're feeling so just finding those moments that allow you to have that feeling and connection you're looking for in your own way in the way that works for you good one that is a great tip. Um, I also hope everybody listening, like take this as your official permission to absolve yourself of any guilt you might have of, you know, oh, well, I can't keep up with whatever, or I know I need to sit out of this. There is nothing wrong with that. You, you do what you have to do and what's right for you. Take it easy on yourself. Show yourself kindness. Do what you have to do, especially during such stressful times. And like, if you go, I'm feeling okay. And you do that thing. And then in the middle of it, you're like, I have made a mistake. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you going, all right, this was fun, but I'm out of here. Or like, you know, whatever you need to do or go like, you guys can keep doing this. I'm going to go in the other room and take a nap. Yes. There's like, absolutely no, like, I, I know that guilt is going to feel there. It's going to like, you're going to feel that, but it's, you're taking care of yourself. And at the end of the day, it, the holidays are just another day and you can't stop taking care of yourself because people have put such a high pedestal for one day. Well, thank you both so much for joining me for this conversation today. I definitely learned a lot. Thank you for your tips. And friends, if you want more conversations like this, please subscribe to Rare Weekly by going to bit.ly slash rare inbox. That is B-I-T dot L-Y backslash R-A-R-E-I-N-B-O-X. And we'll see you in your inbox. Happy holidays. Bye, everyone. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye.